Ryan, GM Dury. Welcome to our podcast, aptly named Conversations with Dr. Dury. This podcast is brought to you by the International Myeloma Foundation. Today, uh, I'm very pleased to have uh, for this podcast a very, very special uh, guest uh, coming uh, all the way uh, from, from Greece. And so I'm so uh, pleased to have with us uh, today uh, Alexis Stamatis. Uh, a Greek author and writer uh, who is uh, uh, very uh, uh, keen uh, to uh, tell us his story, his journey. Uh, Alexis is uh, 61 years old, and uh, he had uh, the misfortune uh, to be diagnosed uh, with myeloma in April of 2012. And uh, he has had uh, an incredible uh, up and down journey since this uh, diagnosis uh, occurred. And I, I think uh, his ability to uh, react to that with resilience and with a lot of uh, different uh, skills uh, is, is a story uh, worth telling, probably several uh, stories. And so, so Alexis, uh, perhaps you could uh, start by telling, uh, telling our audience a little bit about yourself. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, my name is Alexis Stamatis. Uh, yes, I'm 61 and uh, I'm also nine years old because uh, my uh, diagnosis uh, was back in, uh, 20, in 2012, April the 27th. I won't forget that date. No. Uh, and since then, as you said, I had a, a long and interesting journey. And uh, the fact that uh, I'm a writer and I was uh, dealing all my life with, uh, uh, with narratives uh, actually was a, not a benefit, but it helped me. It really helped me because uh, a disease narrative, let's say, is, is, is inscribed in, in the cells in a, cells, in a sense. But on the other hand, a narrative is a cellular fiction, which is a integral part of the human nature okay so we, we we writers we know something about this because we spend a lot of it a lot of deal of our time observing the suffering of others because our goal is to describe not describe okay to through the problems of human nature to uh to write our narratives and sadly or not that is the price of being an artist so when uh, an artist, when a writer uh, has this appointment with, uh, with a disease like that, it's not easy. No. Uh, the beginning- but you, could, but you could look at it in an objective way and, and create yeah. your own story of how you will handle this diagnosis. Yes, uh, I can tell you this, that uh, on the 26th of April, one day, before I was uh, at, the, at the hospital doing all these examinations which led to the diagnosis, I had a paper uh, given, a medical paper, which said uh, differential diagnosis, multiple myeloma. I didn't know what differential what diagnosis was. Yes. I didn't know what multiple myeloma was. I Googled it immediately. And, uh, okay, differential diagnosis is uh, a process which we rule out other diseases and multiple myeloma, we all know what it is. But what I, I read, what, what, what I focused in was 
that it was an incurable hematologic cancer. The word was incurable. Yes. So this is, this is uh, a very uh, bad uh, part of the the current description. And uh, now, right. as you have probably learned, uh, we we don't routinely use that word incurable because we are focused on maybe we can start to cure the, this myeloma. And certainly, I think you've learned that we have uh, better newer treatments than are described in some of the older older literature and older uh, uh, textbooks. Uh, but, but maybe you can uh, tell a little bit. I know that uh, before you got this paperwork, which had the differential diagnosis, um, you had been having a tremendous back pain. You'd been having uh, yeah. some problems for a while, right? Uh, it all started when I had a, I remember I was, I had an appointment with a director, which yes. was going to direct a, a play of mine at the National Greek Theater, which was about cancer, by the way, oh, without my knowing that. <laughs> yeah, and my mother was playing the lead role, which is an actress. Oh, so it's yeah. tough coming down, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, somebody stole my phone at oh. this cafe. So uh, I was irritated, so I went to the nearest uh, cell phone store and I slipped in a wet uh, piece of cardboard. And, oh. and I, felt, I felt very badly, almost you know, flying in the air like, like, like a cartoon character. And I fell with my back on the cement and the pain was unbearable. And at, at that moment I said, my spine uh, must be shot and <laughs> never walk again. But then uh, slowly, slowly, this like, managed to stand up. Uh, my mother arrived, we went to the hospital. We did an X-ray and uh, the doctor recommended only anti-inflammatories and rest. But after three weeks, when I continued with my activities, uh, and there was another incident when uh, I felt so dizzy that I never felt in my life, even when I was drinking when I was young. <laughs> anyway, uh, my hematocrite level was very, very low. And uh, from then on, uh, began what I call a kind of burnout phase. And for days I couldn't move. And uh, oh yeah, I couldn't move at all. I couldn't understand what's going on. Was going on for, to me and I was referred to a pathologist. So the pathologist was very good, she was very well known and she did all the tests, she confirmed the anemia, she confirmed the weakened immune syst uh, system and she said uh, you have to love Alexis a little more, don't smoke, uh, you know, go, go out and do, do jogging etc. Uh, it was it would have been better if I've seen an orthopedist then. But yes, then the, perhaps so. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so when did you finally uh, get referred to? Uh, I think it's a uh, Dr. Maria Giannopoulos. Okay. Yeah, and uh, finally, uh, after many many uh, things like uh, you know problems, uh, I was uh, referred to uh, my doctor, Dr. Maria Giannopoulou which was later to become uh, my, uh, god, the god, my son's godmother. Uh, you see how things... Yeah, so relate. these connections uh, can yeah, be uh, very helpful. Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. And she, uh, after, after this, uh, this uh, paper I told you, which uh, was, was referring to differential diagnosis and multiple myeloma, she, uh, doing, she did all the... In, an intense, let's say, physical examination and an all-day examination. And when uh, around 7.30, I remember, all my family was in the room. 
She yeah. came and she confirmed. Uh, she said, Mr. Stamatis, you have multiple myeloma. And oh, I remember that next to her was standing my new orthopedist who said something more shocking, but I can understand it. He said, you're lucky. You don't have bone cancer. And I was hearing these two things, you know, I was someone who led the life of a, of a writer. Okay, I had yeah. this past thing with alcohol, but I was, you know, been translated in some languages. I was traveling. Uh, on the other hand, we had, the, it was the crisis then. We had a crisis, a financial yes, crisis. Yes. This, is a, this is a transformative moment uh, where your life uh, changes uh, with this yeah. type of information. Yeah. And since then, I started, uh, you know, the, the um, let's say, classical journey with the, with the treatments and the drugs. So I started with chemotherapy. Then I did my stem cell transplant, which was a huge thing for me. It was, it was Yes, this is not a trivial thing. It's a, it's a big, big uh, undertaking. Uh, I've written uh, something but, about it. Uh, yes. And no, zero yeah. zero uh, white cells so, so you had initially a, a quite a good response with with this initial therapy yeah. and then the transplant so so things went reasonably well during those first uh, months yeah, yeah reasonably, reasonably well uh, I had some problems with uh, with cortisones and cortisone uh, yeah, but that, I, I those, managed... are those difficult, difficult drugs to, to handle. Yeah. The, 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 the mood swings, up and down mood swings <laughs> can be very hard, right? Yeah, but it was during one of these, uh, you know, uh, tantrum phases that I, I <laughs> proposed to my wife. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it had some <laughs> advantages. <yes. huh? laughs> and we were in Paris. So, you know, every bad thing has its good... Uh, uh, counterparts, let's say, and yes. uh, well, I, that was I, a I, wonderful uh, silver lining there. Uh, as you moved into this treatment, uh, that, yeah. that your wife, your your wife to be, was was knowing the the story yeah. and and supporting you uh, through through this process. So that is so wonderful. Yeah, we had a, we have let's say a, a team, a family team. Uh, my mother, my. The, the husband of my mother, uh, of course, uh, my hematologist Maria, my the second mother hematologist uh, Evangelos Terpos, and his team in the Alexander's Regional Center with Thanos uh, Dimopoulos, yeah. uh, Maria uh, Gabriatopoulou, and John Danasis Tathopoulos. Uh, it's a it's a it's a, oh, it's a whole a team, team and uh, and, team. and these. Yeah, and these gentlemen, uh, Evangelos and, and Thanos, I, I know these guys uh, rather well. And these these are wonderful doctors who I'm yes. sure were giving you uh, the yeah. top uh, level advice as how to move forward, I'm sure. I, I have participated in several clinical trials uh, yes. which, under the supervision of Mr. Evangelos Terpos. Right. After my... Uh, Transplant, I had Velcade, Revlimid, Crypolis, Darzalex, which has another name, which is very difficult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, Belamaf is my current drug. Uh, and, uh, during, but I had two problems. During those nine years, I had an unsuccessful uh, second st stem uh -huh. attempt, a second stem uh, transplant attempt, and a very difficult uh, surgery on my A4 vertebrae.
uh, which was replaced with titanium. Right. So, so, so you you really continued to have uh, uh, some bad issues with your back, uh, with pain, I guess, and uh, t t what uh, exactly? Several problems. Now, now with Bellamaf, I have problems with uh, with uh, my eyes. Uh, yes, it has a corneal uh, irritation yeah. problem. Yes, exactly. But the benefits—it's like AstraZeneca vaccine. The benefits—the benefits are, are far more, you know, uh, important than this problem, which can be absolutely. So, so I know that this is a treatment that you take uh, every uh, three weeks uh, mm -hmm. with the eye checkups. And so, has That's this right. been has this been working well? And has the myeloma come back under some good control? Yes, it is under under control. It, it is in a, in a plateau. Let's say the way uh, Mr. Terpos uh, calculates this in uh, uh, in Alexandra's hospitals is through kappa light cell light uh, um, chains. The light chains. Uh huh. The light chains. So, yes. so you and have the kappa light chain type of myeloma, and so uh, did did they go to a high level and then they've come down? That's right. Yes, I had uh, my record. My uh, record is nine, which is fantastic. I had mm -hmm. nine, but on the other hand, I had two thousand and more. Really? Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've you had a dramatic, uh, uh, and this is with the uh, uh, Bellamaf. You've had this uh, uh, very good response. Yeah, Bellamaf Bella is, uh, is is a, is a good drug. Uh, when we finish with Bellamaf, we're going to go to Selixonor or something. I don't remember the name very well, Selixonor okay. or Improvio, something like that. Uh, okay. But, um, you know, uh, I, yes, um, there was, um, it is, it is actually a journey which uh, on the one hand has, it has no end. I don't see it as a prolonging process. Right. Uh, I see it well, as a the, the, the fact that you don't see uh, an end is uh, is good. I mean, I think that um, the way uh, the way that we look about myeloma at, at myeloma treatments right now is that um, uh, there is some good fortune that we have a lot of options, and uh, obviously. Uh, um, Evangelist Turpos, Professor Turpos, I mean, he has access to these new, very new drugs, actually. Yes, um, yes the, very uh, the, the, the Bellamap was only approved during this last year, and then the um, Expovo, I mean, which is the Selenexor, also just recently approved. And so um, you, you are definitely getting uh, the kind of top of the line of, of these new agents. Uh, and, yeah, very lucky uh, to have this. Which and is, I know... Yeah, there are people in 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 other countries that don't have access to this uh, these drugs, and that's you know that's an issue perhaps. Not perhaps yeah. it's an issue. And right, right. Uh, as you said, uh, okay, we I read that uh, back in twelve uh, back in uh, two thousand twelve that it was an incurable cancer, but there have been so many advances, and I've lived these advances. Uh, on my body <laughs> in a few years, nine years' time, that it can right. be hopefully considered as a chronic disease. And you know, I have a dream uh, because I, I like I like a film. I'm a, a film buff, so I'd like to to shoot the scene when I, it, uh, with me and my back wearing a hat, being older, yeah. and. Uh, uh, me taking a shot with a with a simple device, which is 
something like it resembles the modern legal free administrative device we use for uh, diabetes, which is oh, uh, yes. no yes, needle, yes. no worries. <laughs> you know, you just uh -huh. do this thing and, okay. and everything is okay. Uh, perhaps we're gonna see such things. I don't know. Uh, I think we are very, very, yes. very, 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 you know, uh, humbled with the doctors and uh, I, I, I adore science. I'm very interested in science. Uh, this journey gave me the, the, uh, the need to, 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 to focus more and uh, to see what's happening, not only in my body with myeloma, but in our brains, in, in the cellular level, in the small yeah. microcosm, let's say. Right. Uh, and I can understand that you doctors, now you're watching things so closely and um, organizing all these tragedies we see now with COVID as well. Uh, exactly. With, with cells, uh, it's like a war inside. <laughs> inside yes, there. yes, uh, you understand that now, yes. Uh, so, so hopefully you've been able to, to stay clear of the COVID-19 infection. Hopefully that's, you, yes. you, you've been uh, wearing a mask and things like that during this last year, I suspect. Yes, I was very worried about that because I have a small child. Uh, of course. Do you want to, you want to talk a little bit about your, your son? I mean, this is so yes. special, you know, the fact that you were able to, 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 to meet your wife and get married and then uh, have, a, have a small boy now over, over two years old. Uh, yeah, I was very, very, very lucky. That was something like, a, you know, the, I, I yeah, don't know. Yes. Yes. talk about this. Uh, when, when I was uh, diagnosed the second day, I was... Uh, asked to give a sample, sperm sample, and I ah, okay. you can understand how I felt. <laughs> the last thing on my mind was this, but this uh, came out to be, after some years, a lovely, lovely boy, which I adore. And uh, Oh, this you know, is a, it's, it's it's such, such a great uh, part of the story. I mean, that uh that they actually uh had the forethought to have this all teed up for yeah. you uh that, that it's is protocol yes yes part of the protocol yeah and uh yes uh, we are i'm very 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 grateful to all the all the stuff all all my doctors and uh you know uh, i've been trying to 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 live my my post mm life day by day no worries. When something happens, we don't panic. We know what's going to happen. Uh, remission, right. remission. Uh, our mission is remission, as we say. Uh, uh, relapses, uh, remissions, etc. Right. It's very, very good that you have this attitude, and and uh, and you know you can be confident that your doctors are on top of this and will be able to provide you that next uh, best option. And so I think that. It's good also to have this perspective that it's uh, the future is open, that there will be uh, more treatments, there will be more time, and so that you can plan. Uh, now, you've continued to, to write and to work. Yes, uh, of course. I have a book in two months. Two months. Uh, I oh, have fantastic. finished a book and, and uh, I have a play uh, as well. So has your journey, have these stories impacted your work where, where you're incorporating yes. some of your experiences? I've incorporated the experience 
mm. the experience of the stem cell uh, transplant, which was uh -huh. something, you know, like a Dalí painting. <laughs> I don't know. It was <laughs> yeah. uh, not, not being into drugs, because I don't do drugs. And uh, I mean, you know, these kind of drugs. But it was something extremely, uh, I cannot uh, imagine that I could live this. And I tried to put this story into paper and it uh, read well. And yes. there were many people that liked it. Uh, yes. But well, I, I on, the, on, the, on the future, I want to write um, a non-future, a non-fiction uh, book about all this, uh, kind of memoir of this journey. Yes, to, to, to tell the story. I mean, it's a powerful story. Uh, yeah, and, uh, how you how you cope with it and uh, uh, manage to do these different things along the way. Yeah, so this is this is tremendous. Uh, and and it's something uh, that uh, here in Greece uh, they haven't discussed it at all. Uh huh. Uh, because okay. The, so, so, know, so people, people, uh, and and the, and the public, you know, when you are, uh, with no, your work, uh, you, 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 don't discuss this part of your life with, um, uh, with uh, people when you're uh, involved with the public. You don't do that. No, I don't discuss this. But uh, if I write something, perhaps I'll start discussing right, right. it. I'm uh, very much uh, interested in your work, and uh, I can uh, relate very much what's what's going on with the organizations like uh, yours. Yes, yes. So no, so are, are, are you comfortable with us uh, being uh, public about absolutely. your story? Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's okay, why. Good. I... good, good. Because it is so helpful, you know, here you are uh, nine years later uh, in a positive uh, situation and uh, uh, you better than any, anyone can understand that having yes. this positive story is so important for someone who might be newly diagnosed to know that yeah. these things can move forward in, in a positive way. Yeah, I was doing a kind of work like this when I was uh, at the hospital. There were some very young people there and I would uh, try to talk to them and tell them that, okay, this is a phase, this is something that it's not, uh, it's not a death. Uh, yeah, death sentence, yeah. And, you know, I've, I've worked on that phase as well. Yeah, I mean, you can give the, the story that uh, it, there are many difficult things to go through, but um, there is uh, a future. There light is an at the end of the tunnel. Of the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, I believe. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, this is this this is tremendous. Uh, your 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 stories uh, uh, of your of your journey and and your experience. Um, are, are there any other parts to this that we should be thinking about or talk about um, the, um, uh, the 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 main thing is that you have uh, um, gotten to a, a, a reasonable position where you're able to function and continue with your work, and then you fortunately have some fantastic doctors who are watching over you, and so um, you can yeah. look to to. Um, continue your life with your wife and your young son and uh it would be great if if, if things open up with COVID-19 uh, you can perhaps travel and, and yeah we will travel we're, we're already booked to go to yeah that's it <laughs> every everyone is ready to be booked to travel we want to travel we haven't traveled for so many months yeah. okay I, I'm vaccinated <laughs> 
AstraZeneca. Everybody's vaccinated here. And uh, we booked a tra to travel to a Greek island called Milos, which is very nice. And um, what, what uh, uh, concerning my, the future of my therapy, I know there is another, uh, I don't know, milestone. I don't I cannot uh, speak about it because I don't know the details. There is uh, this CAR T uh, Correct. Yes. thing, which uh, I think, you know, of course, better, will be a game changer, won't it? That is right. And so this could be a decisive option. I think that everyone in the myeloma field is excited about this new option, the, the CAR T therapy, the engineered uh, T cells, which uh, are directed against this uh, BCMA, which is on the surface of the myeloma. So this allows your T cells to be engineered uh, to, attack, to attack your uh, myeloma. And uh, the results have been game-changing because um, uh, it's a decisive treatment where you, you have the cells prepared. This takes uh, three weeks uh, or so. Uh, but then the cells are given back as an infusion and attack the myeloma. And then you achieve a remission. And, and then patients have been in remission for one year, two years, uh, sometimes longer. And so it's a single therapy uh, yeah. without, without the need for ongoing medicines uh, uh, every day or every uh, few weeks. And so uh, this uh, really makes a difference in terms of your day-to-day -day, uh, living and uh, work, living, yes. as you uh, could imagine, right? Yeah, Dr. Terpus told me that I'm, uh, I'm a very good candidate for that. When, when, yes. when, when time. Yes, and so if he can organize this, um, it was um, approved uh, uh, commercially. There are uh, several types of this. Uh, some are still, still in trials. Uh, one has already been uh, fully approved, and so um, uh, either one could, could could work. And so, uh, if it's if it becomes an option for you, I would certainly uh, encourage you to look uh, closely at that particularly mm -hmm. because it can give you a remission where you can be off that day-to-day -day therapy and uh, allow you to continue day-to-day uh, -day in a much uh, uh, simpler fashion, you know, where you can get on with yeah. your, with your I hope life. That, that there are no serious side effects. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not trivial. I mean, you, you, you emphasize the, the difficulty with the stem cell. Well, this is also not trivial, but We've learned a lot, and I know Dr. Turpus knows a lot about how to take care of any uh, side effects. And so uh, he would be managing that very closely, very, very closely. Yeah. And just I want to, to, to read something that Susan Sontag writes to yes. many, many years ago. Uh, yes. this as a metaphor. And she says that now it is cancer's turn to be the disease that doesn't knock first before it enters cancer that fills the role of an illness experienced as a ruthless secret invasion, a role it will keep until one day its etiology is as clear and its treatment as efficacious as those of tuberculosis have become. So she was writing this, I don't think, I don't remember, 40 years ago. Right, right, so, right. Um, yes, so you, uh, yes, very, very uh, wonderful. And so you have this Kind of a template that you can use to to convey your own message in in, uh, yeah. in text or or in in poetry perhaps uh, to, to, yeah. to get those feelings across so that people can experience what what you've experienced 
yeah, it's very difficult to aesthetize this disease, you know, cancer. Yes. Uh, because uh, we talked about tuberculosis and uh, my mind goes to La Dame Camelliade of uh, Alexandre Dumas uh, where we have uh, Marguerite Gauthier, which is the, 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 the heroine who's suffering from consumption, uh, or the Thomas Mann huge book, uh, Magic Mountain, about tuberculosis as well. Uh, but these were kind of um, uh, lyrical diseases say this right, right. cancer is something more concrete and now right. we're the way that it has been held it's, it reminds me you know what you talked about uh, car t cell therapy it's like a sci-fi it's like sci-fi it, it like is a, uh, like absolutely a, i don't know a, a novel of mystery of uh, police novel i don't know <laughs> Uh, absolutely. It, it truly is like sci-fi, which is one of the reasons we call it a game changer. It just is so yeah. uh, like uh, out of left field and, and so um, uh, focused on the new uh, biotechnology. So, uh, yeah. So, so th this is just so wonderful to, to get your perspective and uh, just to, to hear about your uh, journey. And this will be so positive and uplifting for other patients uh, to, to listen to, for, for everyone to, to, to listen to. Uh, and so uh, Very glad. I really, really appreciate uh, your willingness to, to talk about this. And um, any, uh, any final words of wisdom for our audience? Uh, you, uh, we, we wish the very, very best for you and your wife and your young son and, and for Thank all you of the, much, really. your family and friends who have clearly supported you so, so much through this journey. Yeah, I think that uh, half a century from now, people will know things that we cannot even imagine now and they will, be, they will answer questions that we cannot even pose now. So, uh, yes. you know, uh, that, that is being a writer, you are somehow like... Uh, thinking ahead yeah so I'm, I'm always trying to be ahead of this that's why i can I, I i fantasize myself five years from now ten years from now that's why this uh, small scene i told you was a kind of cinematic uh, right you know film thing and um you know uh let, let's work day by day and everything's going to be well and to, we need support we need to, to talk to each other and uh, be together absolutely absolutely but yeah. i can tell you from working with uh, so many patients over the years that this uh, singular focus that you have this intention uh, to do well and to do well for uh, the future and for the years to come is so so important uh, this yeah. positive attitude uh, gives you uh, resilience gives you the strength uh, to to move forward in a good way, and so this is have, just so cool. this, this this men the 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 mental attitude is uh, tremendous. Okay, I understand because I have things in front of me. I have uh, things I want to do. I want to yeah. write. I want to see my son doing things. Uh, I'm very much in love with my wife. <laughs> so <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and you have uh, roads to travel and things to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this has been really, really wonderful, and uh, I, I wish Pleasure. you and your family the very best, and your friends. And uh, with your positive attitude, I have confidence that you will continue to do well for for years to come. And so we. 
will be thinking of you and I'm, I'm personally available if I can ever be okay. of help for guidance. Okay. So thank, thank you, you so much. much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This has been Conversations with Dr. Brian Dury. For more information about multiple myeloma and the International Myeloma Foundation, please visit myeloma.org. Thank you.